Why do we have January 1st off in China? Say that again. What is it? Why in China, we have January 1st off. Mm -hmm. Why? Mm -hmm. And here, delivery, like they will go anywhere. Let's say if you're like, Jason, if you're meditating in some cave on some mountain, <laughs> they will deliver it to you, you know, or... Actual New Year, we did our own count. Everyone started counting 10, 9, and we, mm. we did the whole thing where we started singing songs and... And we were surrounded by <laughs> Chinese people who were just there to eat dinner late at night. And they were, for them, it was just and another. Staring at you guys. They were just like, it's another night. We're having a couple beers with our friends and some chuar. And they were staring at this group of about 10 of us, screaming and singing songs, mm. looking on like, not confused, I would say more <laughs> like amazed. They were more like, wow, mm. look at this thing that we don't know anything. Like, this is some alien... Somebody's birthday? Yeah, people from an alien... No, they knew what it was. Welcome to The Bridge. Fun conversations on culture, life, and everything in between. Find us where you get your podcasts. If you like the show, then consider pushing the like button or giving us five stars. Suggestions, comments, anything you would like to share, email us at welovethebridge at gmail.com. We love the bridge. Welcome to The Bridge. We are a show which connects East and West. My name is Jason, and today with me is Bebe. Hello. Hi. So I sound a bit nasal, and I might just start sneezing, like, <laughs> at any point. I think it's the Sorry season. about that. I think it's yeah, the it's season. Yeah, it's sneezy season. Last week, Alex had the same flu. symptoms. Yeah, she also was Aww. sniffly, and people are wearing masks again in public, you know, not because of COVID, but just mm. because it's flu season. So I think a little extra precaution is probably in everyone's best interest right now. <laughs> so, well, let's, you know, I think we, uh, we could come back around to this, because this is exactly what we're talking about. We're talking about holiday season, which, you know, in America is traditionally seen as winter. I guess it's here, too, because it's spring, you know, as winter's coming into its into spring or starting almost towards spring, then you have Lunar New Year, Chinese New Year. And so, you know, we're mm. talking about the same thing. But following years in the West, in the United States, of record inflation, uh, which is only down to 3.4% uh, increase, which is still mm. above normal, when thing, that means things are still becoming more expensive. Groceries and rent uh, in America are maybe a little unaffordable for some people. So how do we afford the holidays? Mm. You know, from Halloween, which is passed already, to New Year and Christmas, uh, the U.S. economy is, you know, making it challenging for people to indulge in food, goods, conveniences. Mm. Some stores see a fifth of all annual spending during this very short window, with wallets shrinking, and the resumption of student loan payments, which has already begun, will American families be able to indulge in the holidays? And this goes back to, you know, the flu season and six, you know, being sick too. This all mm -hmm. kind of comes together every year. It's about all the same stuff. But now, you know, they're saying, I'm reading these reports, which I think are really kind of frustrating for me. I read these reports mm. from Statista.com and other uh, economic outlets that are saying, yay, inflation is down to 3.4%. And I have to say that I get angry when I see these as like positive headlines. Why? Because inflation because should be around 1% to 2% two? is considered healthy. So yes, it's down from 9%. But what I think it's how it's misleading people is they think, oh, great, things are going to stop being as expensive. But that's not true. Things are still becoming more expensive faster than what is normal, what is healthy. So yes, it's not becoming more expensive at astronomical levels, but it's still not mm. healthy. And it's still punishing consumers. So I think when economic outlets don't put things in context for people, most people don't understand what that means, 3.4% increase in inflation. It. Yeah, yeah, but if you go to the yeah. grocery store today, right, <clears throat> and then you go to the grocery store six months from now and you're an American, you're going to be confused why things are still becoming more expensive. And you're going to be like, but I read that inflation was down because they don't understand. Mm. Most people don't understand economics. They don't know that 3.4% is still bad. So I, I, I think well, that it, it because... there should be more context and headlines for regular Joe and Jane Americans. Maybe it's a little bit misleading because like a three point percentage, like 3.5%, it doesn't sound like much, especially if you accept that a healthy inflation rate is about one or two, 2%, then you're like, like 3%. 
rise is not that big. But I think um, maybe consumers feel a little more, a little bit more different、mm. because they do go to the stores and and see the price changes. And、mm. also, I think once prices go up, it is harder for them to calm down, unless like no one is buying. Right. But let's say if they raise the price of eggs. You know,、um, a dollar or two more, and people still have to buy them,、mm. and the shops are selling them. Then they're going to be reluctant to bring the price down.、Mm-hmm. You know, unless、um, their sales go down by too much, and they have to think of some ways to, you know, in, in incentivize、uh, consumers to buy. Well, so yeah, you know, you、mm-hmm. mentioned、mm-hmm. holiday travel, and I think of two things. First,、mm-hmm. I think it's a good advertisement that I heard.、Um, we now have direct flights between U.S. and China,、mm-hmm. and for people who did not pay attention to this, we did not have this for for quite a while now, right?、Mm-hmm. I, I think this started、um, in COVID. I think we had very and, few. And now we is, have a, a lot more. I think we had like non-direct flights. No, we had we had direct because I, I remember. Oh yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. No, I think we did. Yeah, we had, it was but it was、non-direct. really down. It was down from hundreds to like twelve or something like that. And so to、Even、get on those in- flights was so expensive. No one could do it. No、right. one, normal people could. So do for it. normal people, it's as if we did not have direct flights. Right.、Uh, but now I think they're adding. This morning I heard they're adding what what seventy like direct flights. It's、mm. going to be much easier. For people who don't want to spend, you know, twenty hours on the road, you know, flying between the two countries,、mm-hmm. well, you, uh, because in the past, for、mm-hmm. me, it was just like thirteen hours. Well,、right? I, that was long enough. I, I've learned something new,、uh, and most Americans, I think, are are not traveling internationally for like Christmas. Most Americans are flying from like Boston to Kentucky or wherever their parents are, right? So I think、mm-hmm. uh, there's a new term I learned, and I I, I technically heard this is not illegal. So this is kind of out there, but it's also apparently against some terms and conditions when you buy flight tickets. And this is a little complicated, so I'm going to try to simplify it. There is a term called skip lagging, which is when people. So let's say you want to fly from Austin, Texas, to San Francisco, okay? Because your relatives are there, but you look at the、mm-hmm. ticket prices from Austin, Texas, to San Francisco, and they're like. Let's say five hundred dollars, but there's a flight、mm-hmm. to Seattle that is non-direct flight. You look at a flight to Seattle from Austin to Seattle; it's also five hundred dollars. I'm going to try to keep it simple. These are not real numbers, people. Okay, so but、mm-hmm. you find that there's a flight from Austin to Seattle via San Francisco for three hundred and fifty dollars. And this is true. Wow!、Well, so, yeah, this this ex- these ex- t- tickets exist. So if you take a connecting、mm-hmm. flight, sometimes the total flight is Cheaper than the direct flight from Austin to San Francisco or wherever it is.、Mm. So what people are doing is buying a connecting flight from Austin to Seattle through San Francisco. <clears throat> But when they arrive in San Francisco, they just leave the airport. <laughs> Ooh, can you e- even better? Can they like sell the second part of their flight? <laughs> I don't think they can、else? because, firstly, they're already violating terms and conditions, which upsets the airline. Because I don't even know why they set it up、wow. this way, but this do, this does exist, and people are there's one lady in one year from 2022 to 2023 who said that she saved four thousand dollars because she flies quite frequently. This is a great way to save money, but、uh, there are punishments that come with violating terms condition terms and conditions, including <laughs> being banned、uh, from flying with that airline. So, oh, that's not good. <laughs> yeah, so it's uncommon. Usually, the airlines are punishing. Other larger organizations like travel companies who will send twenty people、uh-huh. via that mechanism, they'll be sending twenty people from Austin to San Francisco. Realize that they can skip lag all twenty people and do the whole thing, and then the, it's usually companies that get punished by the airline, not individuals. I see, because I can hear like the. Broadcast in airports, going over and over, you know, to that lady. Let's assume her name is like Ann Smith or something.、Yeah. <laughs> like Miss Ann Smith, please get to your flight to Washington D.C. Yeah, and you hear that like twenty <laughs> times, so, you、Smith. know, across here. Ann、year. Smith. <laughs> and now you're on our blacklist. <clears throat> I mean, if you're looking to save money in in today's U.S. economy, maybe traveling home to see the parents is out for some people if they're living several states away. You know, if it, maybe if they're like you know. 
two-hour drive away, sure, you're going to be end up at Auntie Smith's home, right? But if if you have to t- <laughs> if you have to consider skip lagging, maybe it's best just not to see Auntie Smith this year. <laughs> you know, I was thinking when you mentioned holiday travel, we probably don't realize until now how much of a luxury it is. Because I, I, you know, I remember um, back when I was living in the living in the states, people uh, when it comes to winter holiday, you know, other students would talk about, oh, you know, go, we're going to Disney or we're going to some island, you know, in in the tropical island wow. with nice weather, mm-hmm. as if that's just the normal, normal. way right. to um, enjoy the winter. But actually, we I think we need to realize that that's quite a luxury. Yeah, most people in the world, <clears throat> like the bigger percentage, the bigger percentage of the entire population in the world, do not travel. You know that much. They don't travel every year. Right, right. Fly for hours to go to someone else's uh, place or city mm-hmm. to spend a few days and then come back. That is a luxury. Well, you know okay, so... exactly what you're saying. Mm-hmm. There's a huge. Uh, I wouldn't even say movement. I would say there's a lot of people discussing the the problem of Instagram. This app, Instagram, which shows people going on these luxurious vacations and going to wonderful places all the time. And people get to the point where they think that's how life is supposed to be for everyone. And unfortunately, it's not true. And so you have an actual actual reality. I can't remember the exact statistic where I got it. But I did read that the majority of young Americans want to be influencers and that's because they see influencers living these luxurious lives Ah. where they get to go to tropical islands and places where there's five star Mm -hmm. swimming pools and stuff and yeah that's not normal life for most people so you know when i was growing up we were watching movies Mm. about science fiction and stuff like that and so everyone wanted to be Mm. scientists and astronauts and now everyone's watching instagram and they're watching people go on vacation and now everyone want to be professional vacationers well if they just make a couple videos by themselves and see how hard it is to get likes online (laughs) and how hard it is to build up a fan base maybe they'll just give up because it's actually hard work. And yeah. I think being a online influencer takes quite a bit of work and talent. At least the ones that I follow, mm-hmm. like on my account, both TikTok and other platforms, like they've really got something. Yeah. Um, I listen to people talk about, you know, international relations. And I listen to people talk about history or literature. Like they are exceptionally qualified teachers in some ways. Mm-hmm. And they're good mm-hmm. at communications and they yeah. spend the time day after day, year yeah, after year, exactly. making videos, you know, doing the research. It actually, you know, it, it, I think that maybe it's not even worth the effort because <laughs> it takes so long to well, add up the fan base before you can, can start even making a buck. I would like to confirm what you said. I was having um, dinner with a, it's a very popular YouTube influencer economist. Ben Norton. Mm. He's probably one of the top two or three most famous YouTubing influencers uh, who do economics in the world. I was mm. talking to him. I wasn't asking him how to be famous. That's not what the that wasn't the context of the question. But it came up in mm-hmm. different pieces of the conversation. At one point, he mentioned he was 32, and then in another point, he mentioned that he had started making videos online about economics when he was 13 or 14 years old. So he's been doing this what? for like years 18 ago? years. Yeah, 20, he's been doing this for two decades every day day in and day out and that's why he has like 300,000 fans it's not just because yesterday or like last month he had this idea I'm going to become an economist online (laughs) he's been doing this his entire life so it's yeah it's day in it's day out it's all day long thinking and working on this yeah but I think it's it's uh, easier for adults to see uh, the reality Right. But it's it's harder for kids because mm. they see the end results mm, on right, Instagram right. or here, you know, on uh, WeChat groups and they see the high lives that other people are still living. And also in, in what you see is just the end result of a lot of, you know, posts, posing and photo editing. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of work. Mm-hmm. Right. And yeah. that's just one snapshot. Yeah. The real life like because we we've all traveled. We know you know, besides um, spending relaxing time at these cynic sites, 
you have to get on flights. You have to search for uh, the best deals,、mm-hmm. and you have to book hotels. I'm like, when I think about this, I don't want to go anywhere. <laughs> I think it's just <laughs> I'm you know, still much the... easier to just stay at home. I'm still trying to convince Baby that she needs to take a couple trips this, you know, <laughs> next six months. I'm if if I can get if I can see Baby take an exotic trip trip sometime in 2024, <laughs> I will be jumping over joy. <laughs> oh yeah. You're listening to the bridge. To be honest,、um, after、uh, I have、uh, my, I have my daughter, because you think of oh, every year you go with your child to you know to somewhere to visit to travel, but the fact is, as the kid gets older and you start spending more money, you、mm. know, on her education, on all the other things that you have to get, you find yourself so what's the word like? You just don't have as much money. Right. To spend on luxuries,、mm. and that is just a fact. So when you say, "Oh, you know, a family trip of at least three people to go off to some, even just some other Chinese city,"、mm-hmm. I think that'll cost tens of thousands of dollars、yeah. if you want to have a decent time,、yeah. right? And you don't want to、uh, well, tens of thousands a, of yen. Yeah, so maybe <laughs> if you're spending tens of thousands of dollars, dollars? you are going to have. No, I, I don't even know how you're going to like <laughs> live in the helicopter. That's amazing. <laughs> no. In in China,、uh, for Chinese New Year, I don't think it's really a gift giving holiday as much. Maybe there's cash envelopes, right? But you right, get, you, to,、right. you give to children or people who are unmarried, younger people in your family, or just generic gifts. Like if you're going to visit a relative in China, people bring tea, like sets of tea, or other like pastry, like nice pastry. Well, and if they smoke, maybe some cigarettes. Well, I mean, like these kind of generic gifts, or even milk. Isn't that funny? Like people give milk. I want to come、gifts. back around to this because I want to talk about Chinese New Year a little later. I was hoping we could tackle Christmas、uh, first. So, what the, tackle Christmas? <laughs> the point <laughs> I'm trying to make is there are a, a lot of Americans. I would say most Americans cannot afford to give their children a new, you know, digital entertainment center or whatever this Christmas because of how expensive just groceries are now. Well, that's probably a good thing. Well. Yeah, I knew Bebe was going to say something like that. Oh, children, they should have books or something, right? <laughs> or But, like, get them a spade or something to work outside. Or, I'm like, like get them a spade、um, to work outside.、Like、oh、farming. my goodness! No, no, no. Like, start farming <laughs> instead of like staying inside okay, and playing video let's games. Let's do pra- practical American、joking. suggestions. I don't think getting well, them a spade is going. Oh my God! You're going to see the tears. <laughs> or a hoe. You are going to see tears. <laughs> okay. I want. I was looking at practical suggestions or like ideas for um. You know, American kids are spoiled. All right. So we got to put this in context. They are spoiled kids mostly. Chinese kids are too. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So we got to、yeah. think. Okay. We're going down from entertainment center, but parents still need to get their kids stuff. I get you know, and I I think you know along with toxic capitalism, that book by our friend friend of the show Gilbert,、uh, mm. I think we need to look at things that are not gonna destroy the environment. Maybe this is the year you start. We start as a culture, American culture, start making each other gifts. And I know this sounds. So, I don't want to. I don't want your my- son or daughter to open a box and see that dad has whittled the worst. A、uh, wooden dog, <laughs> ever, and then cry. So <laughs> maybe, maybe make them Or, like I was, cool. <laughs> I was thinking of decon decomposable like garbage bags. Oh God, <laughs> we got you garbage <laughs> bags, Peter. Seriously, Jason, <laughs> I found this new kind. It feels good, and it has like this drawstring, and it's like it's nice looking. Because、mm. I've been looking for decent decomposable garbage bags that's completely like a hundred percent environmentally friendly. The kind I found,、um, it takes about a year for it to decompose, like in the soil. But then it's made of、uh, something like cornstarch、mm-hmm. and、mm-hmm. some kind of other. It's not plastic, <laughs> but something else. This is so, a great gift like, for、oh, baby. I was happy. I、this、found is, that. <laughs> this is great for baby as a present. And Jason, I would love. I mean, I would probably cry. With, get a gift this cool. I, <laughs> However, your nine-year-old daughter, you know, whatever her name, Jenny, is not going to like disposable. Okay. Decompostable、okay. garbage bags. 
guys. <laughs> maybe just straws. You know, maybe I'll think of something else. Maybe you could also get them something to get their career started. You know, we were just talking about the problem of American kids wanting to grow up to be like Instagram stars. Maybe get them like, you know, when I was a kid, my mom and dad, they got me a, you know, a kid microscope it was a real microscope and it worked but it wasn't you know obviously scientific grade either but i thought that thing was amazing i used it for months to look at every drop of water and i think maybe we should get our kids useful things that help them develop their career their knowledge that you know i think books Mm. and sweaters might be too uh far to go too fast but definitely like Mm -hmm. we should be uh trying to get our kids more useful things things that have lasting value because you can't get them a new whatever the new newest version of nintendo is i I have no idea by the way i i think well talk to your kids and see what they want because i think kids like gifts for kids can come in two get categories at least for me because I often find that, you know, I think of uh, nice books or something that's healthy for them, mm-hmm. that's good for them in the long term. Mm-hmm. And it turns out that the kids are not interested in them at all. <laughs> like, they, that's like, they, they're usually the last things they want. But if I ask my daughter, and it turns out that the thing that she wants the most costs like $3. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Like, like, yesterday, she was telling me how her friend had this collectible of... These like uh, these balls that bounces, bouncy balls. What mm-hmm. do you call them? Yeah, bouncy the, balls. The, you got the, it. The, the, the bouncy balls. Yeah, she's like she was so jealous. She was like, oh my gosh, she had this whole collection of bouncy balls. I'm like, oh, <laughs> if that's what you want, <laughs> you know, I'm I'm not unhappy about that. And then she really liked these uh, new kinds of uh, fancy toys, which I don't like because I think they have like harmful chemicals. Mm. But they're like gooey stuff. Mm. Because kids nowadays, now especially kids in China, they're also under a lot of pressure mm-hmm. because it's just so demanding. It's a new era, so much information, and we feel like um, they need to just have more information to survive in the future. So they have to study a lot, and they uh, <coughs> one thing they need is to de-pressurize uh, mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. de-stress, sure. you know. And they find these toys that uh, they feel like could help them release stress and pressure. And mm-hmm. one of those is these gooey things they 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 play, you know, in their hand, uh, but yeah. almost like play-doh. Mm-hmm. But I think the ones that they use probably have like bad stuff in it. So well, I can actually cheap, teach you right now how to make one of those. All you need is some flour, is some flour and two balloons. That's it. I, one, someone made oh. me one when I was a manager uh, working for a major company. And she's yeah. like, oh, you weren't here, but we made these together as a team one day because you were at some meeting. I made you one. And she gave the, this to me. Oh. And I was like, oh, thanks. You know, like whatever. And then I found myself using so it just all the time at my office. Flour? It's just flour in a, in a balloon. Mm-hmm. And then you take another balloon. Oh around that first balloon Mm -hmm. and then you're done that's it you tie it off both times i used it all day every day at work for like six months before it finally burst wow well that's that's some (laughs) cleanup to do well i was also just thinking by flour it was a more stressful job than people you mean flour as in like the ones you use to make dough yeah flour just flour oh okay Two right, balloons. Th- thank you so much. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's great, and you, you're you know right. it gives you some hand strength, and also just gives you something to fiddle with and play with while you're doing whatever it is. You know, kids could right. benefit from that enormously. That's a good idea. Yeah, I love it. Oh, yeah. You're listening to the bridge. Nowadays, I feel like gift giving has become something different. It's becoming so much more challenging Mm -hmm. because everyone's house or apartment is filled with junk, you know, like we already have too much stuff. Mm -hmm. So I actually get a cringe on my face if I see friends coming over and they brought a lot of gifts because I'll be (laughs) like, I know this sounds bad because... I'm like, oh my gosh, where am I supposed to put them? Mm. Like the the whatever gift they uh, brought last time is still sitting there. And some probably if it's food or pastry probably has gone bad already. Mm-hmm. So I don't really need anything. Mm. Uh, you know, people in the US, it's the, I think they have enough stuff, right? Mm-hmm. They probably don't have enough money, <laughs> but they have enough things uh, mm-hmm. in their apartment. So what about like, um, I think gift cards would be a good idea. If someone gave me, let's yeah. say a gift card or to treasuries. my favorite coffee shop. 
you know, could be treasuries yeah, like, or stocks. Here, here's 10. You have a 10-year-old nephew. Here's five Apple stocks. Oh, how much would that cost? I don't know how much it would cost, but it would probably be worth more later. So it'd be like, you know, don't spend this until you turn 20. You think Apple will still be making a lot of money 20 years down the road? Well, I don't mean I don't Apple know. specifically. I just mean some blue some blue chip stocks. Uh, well, if, you know, let, let's say if you have a local um, coffee shop or bookshop, um, by giving your friends gift cards to these shops, you support the local industry. Oh, that's, that's a good right? point. And yeah. also, if you if you know that your friend goes to this shop, then I think it's it's like giving them uh, cash directly. Yeah. I think that's a really good idea. And other things just takes up so much space at home. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, th I think that's a, that's a fantastic idea. And oftentimes people don't know what other people want. So, you know, you know, $50 gift certificate, $25 gift certificate, $100 gift certificate. The, these are really good gifts. They should be and for large enterprises as opposed to like Starbucks because some mm. people may not go to Starbucks. So if it's like for Kmart or Walmart or something, that's better because then they can choose from hundreds of different kinds of things. Or just like a local pastry shop, something right. local to help them survive, right? right. And also I want to say that um, and remind myself and our listeners that these holidays are not really about gift giving. I don't know when, since when people equated like Christmas with shopping and gift giving. 1950s maybe? Right? Well, Christmas and Thanksgiving, these are times for people to get together, mm -hmm. especially families. Like Thanksgiving dinner, it's about coming together. Let's make a dinner together. Because usually like um, Chinese families, when we get together, either it's a potluck dinner, right? Everyone brings a dish mm -hmm. or relatives, they come over and we cook together. Yeah, you know the host family would prepare a lot of things. Like for example, like maybe my my cousin would uh, come over and help cook a couple you know, a couple dishes, and other people would come over bring a couple dishes. So mm -hmm. it's like an entire <clears throat> festive day instead of just people getting together for a dinner and with an exhausted host. Well, the host usually um, is responsible then, mm. for the the big ticket item. So for Thanksgiving, for example, if it's at Auntie Smith's, we're just going to keep running with that. Auntie Smith would probably <laughs> be doing the turkey or the ham, right? And mm. then everyone else would be bringing mm. the accompanying dishes. We can stress less on the gift giving that everybody has enough anyway, right? Um, and just uh, focus on spending more time with each other because that's actually what we don't have, you know, enough time. Well, you know, I completely agree with you, Bebe. However, I also think that we Americans, uh, given our consumer-based culture, I think we're not going to be able to jump from, you know, the newest entertainment system to let's all appreciate one another's company. So I think for most families, they're going to be <laughs> okay. realistic. And I think the idea uh -huh. of gift cards or, you know, books... Or you know uh, some of the ideas that we pre we don't we don't have to solve balloons this problem. Balloons filled with flour. Yeah, balloons filled mm. with flour. I think families <laughs> are going to be making cuts. However, they do it. It's going to be up to them. It's going to be very challenging. I did want to talk about Chinese New Year, which is f the first week of February next year, and it's the one I get okay. excited about because I'm here in China. And you mentioned gift giving, and uh, you know. Mm -hmm. For my family, what is the kind of, uh, I wouldn't say requirement, but the standard is we come from Beijing to Yantai to see my wife's parents, and we should Ooh. basically bring at least one or two luggage, you know, uh, things full of snacks. So like, you know, like <laughs> nuts and uh, oil, mm. flour, that kind of stuff. And we bring that and then right, right. some of that is deployed right away, right onto the onto the table. We're eating it, and some of mm. it's like you know for later for the family or whatever. And then right. uh, we don't really get anything except we usually get to help cook and eat. And her mom usually does most of the eating, honestly. I mean the cooking, uh, honestly. But we get jowza and all this wonderful food, and it's amazing. And the table mm. is covered with food for hours while we're watching uh, the gala. And then we need mm. to have red envelopes with cash prepared in case there are younger members mm. of the family, kids and stuff, to give them like yeah. hongbao. It's nice to bring, let's say, uh, liquor. Oh. Like some famous brand of um, Chinese liquor, especially if there's like a man in the house. And they, mm. also, they usually drink a little bit, not like bottles of wine, um, but just Chinese liquor. And fruit is something nice. 
right? Fruit and nuts, as you mentioned. Mm -hmm. um, something usable, like something they will consume. Or tea. Tea is very common. Mm -hmm. They usually come mm -hmm. in nice packaging. Too nice, I think, right? Sometimes. Um, things that they will be able to use. And I think a lot of Americans will probably be shocked that over here, when you go visit somebody, like do relatives, um, friends, you might bring a box of milk. <laughs> As <Wow>. in um, <laughs> these, these, well, they're nicely packaged. Because mm. um, I don't think these milks are uh, popular in the U.S. Because mm -hmm. in the U.S., people just drink like fresh bottles, bottles of fresh milk. Mm -hmm. Here, they, people, a lot of people consume milk that's in, what do you call those packaging? Like they will last for a year. I don't so know. it's like um, that's been pasteurized. Uh, you mean the boxes? Like all the germs killed everything. Yeah, boxes of milk. There's boxes that will of last for yeah, months, boxes of years. boxed milk in China are very popular from New Zealand, the United very States, um, Australia, yeah. other places. Yeah. So sometimes, especially if you're going to visit someone who is like senior or who is not feeling well, then you know bring a box of uh, milk and some mm. fruit. That's um, actually very nice, very mm. decent. Um, so I think in the States, probably the most common gift is just wine, right? Flowers and wine. Flowers and wine. But if you yeah. buy a f here, flowers for seniors, they will consider it a waste of money. Really? <laughs> They'll think it's yeah. nice, but it's a waste of money. <laughs> well, yeah. in, in my wife's um, family, it's uh, summer because of her, uh, my wife, she because of her extreme attachment to Buddhism, she believes that alcohol is a bad gift. So we can't do that. But you know what? This oh, something that point. Summer has mm -hmm. been doing for a few years, and this has kind of changed the game. We don't bring as much in our luggage or as much nuts. What she'll do is about a week before Chinese New Year, she goes online mm. and <clears throat> orders like a thousand RMB worth of stuff. <laughs> Right. And then she delivers yeah, it to yeah. her mom directly. So by the time we arrive, right. the house is already full of like olive oil and all this junk. And so then yeah. we only have to bring less on our journey there. That's actually, a, you know, a clever way of uh, doing this. Like, so you don't have as much to bring on the way. But then it feels a little different, right? It, it just feels so nice when, let's say, your parents or parents-in-law open the door and there you guys are you know uh, the two of you full of gifts <laughs> in the <laughs> luggage it's just more so much more festive mm. but it makes a lot of sense to um you know deliver them directly to your destination so that you don't have to carry like huge boxes on the way mm. but either way and also these days uh, something i have to mention mm -hmm. is um like holiday shopping is not as big a deal anymore Mm -hmm. because it's so convenient and so easy to shop on normal days right like here in china especially yeah. and i guess people in the states probably don't understand how cheap it is to um for you know delivery how fast and cheap deliveries are here in china yeah um because i heard that in the states uh, let's say if you order some uh, food like lunch or dinner mm -hmm. you can actually end up paying quite a big chunk for delivery Right. And for tipping. Now, those are not significant here in China at all. So on normal days, we already buy up so much. And there are, you know, all kinds of events for you to save up money. Usually it's like if you buy 300, they give you like 30 off, like a 10 percent off, things like that. And the deliveries are so fast. Mm -hmm. And here delivery like they will go anywhere. Let's say if you're like Jason, if you're meditating in some cave on some mountain, <laughs> they will deliver it to you. You know, or if you are like sleeping under a bridge somewhere out in the middle of nowhere, they will deliver to you. They will find you and deliver to you. Yeah. And, the, you know, not even for a lot of money. So it's just so convenient these days that holidays are not any different. And holidays, probably there will be less people working on delivery. So people do it beforehand. So I'm just saying holidays, are, it's not no longer does no longer have the appeal that they had before mm -hmm. as like the best time to shop around the year. Maybe mm -hmm. it is still in the mm -hmm. US, but not in China anymore. Well, yeah. I mean, this is not a holiday so much as it is a shopping holiday. But recently we passed 11-11 singles day, as it's known here in China, because of the numbers. It's not it doesn't have anything to do with being single or being in a couple. But online there were a lot of deals and so i bought some stuff not much i just bought like a t-shirt and a sweater and stuff like that and you know it does take instead of taking one day or two days it took three or four days so i was like oh my gosh wow, my stuff patience, hasn't gotten man. here and that's about Amer american <laughs> so amazon yeah yeah i was like i ordered yeah. that yesterday where is it <laughs> 
<laughs> wow, the consumers are very impatient nowadays. It's harder to keep them happy. Oh yeah! You're listening to the bridge. You know, holiday gifts. I can think of another idea. Maybe you can order meals for the host family if、mm-hmm. they are okay with it. You know, because there's a lot of cooking for them. Oh yeah, and I think even in the states、this. they have these packaged. Baby, we tried this、uh, kind of. We did.、Deals. We did a different thing one Chinese New Year. It's like 2018 or something. One night we had chi- the、uh-huh. normal Chinese New Year meal, and then with the next night we were like, you know, Mom, you don't have to cook. Let's just go to Heidi Lao. And they were like, What's that? They're older, countryside kind of family. More, you know, they live in a third tier city. So we moved. We went to Heidi Lau. We had Heidi Lau. They loved it. They thought it was great. But when they found out how much we spent, they berated us. You know, they chastised us and told them we could never go there again. How much? How much did you spend? It was, you know, like four people. It was three hundred. It was normal Heidi Lau prices, but they were like three hundred RMB, which is like forty, fifty bucks US. But they were so upset that we spent so much money on dinner that we were never permitted to go there again. Well, I'm happy you did not get her fresh flowers because that will only make things worse. And about this hot pot, so Heidi Lau is one of the most popular hot pot chain restaurant in China. Mm-hmm. And、um, well, first they actually deliver. Okay, so oh yeah, that's right. Want, they do. If you don't even want to go out for dinner, they will deliver. They'll come with a whole package, like with a pot, with a stove, with、um, boxes of fresh meat and vegetables, and they will like serve it for you, set everything ready, and then you can just like give、What? all the leftover garbage to them. They show up and、I've、cook for you in your house. If you don't know how to operate those,、wow. I don't think they'll sit around. I don't think they'll sit around during the dinner, <laughs> but I mean, they make it very convenient for you. This has got to be a video、yeah. I do. This is so interesting. I, I absolutely am going to order this service.、Mm-hmm. I'm going to clean up the house real nice. I'm going to order this service and make a、and、video about people showing up to cook for me in my house. <laughs> you just don't let your mother-in-law know that、yeah. you did. <laughs> well, she watches all my、but、videos, so are... she knows how we are not always the best at saving. Money <laughs> and next, you're blocking your mother-in-law from all your videos. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyhow, I think Heidi Lau is famous not just、mm-hmm. for their hot pot because hot pot is very common here yeah. in China. Yeah, I think it's famous for its、uh, service. You know, they will、yeah. sing you birthday songs.、Mm-hmm. They will、uh, do your nails your while noodles, you wait, like right in front of you. Yeah, and put your nails or like there there restaurants that will braid your hair、right. while you're waiting. And they would do like fancy styles, and they so, they、I、do the noodle the, thing. They come out with one short、yeah. noodle, and they do a dance where they're、mm-hmm. like basically doing kung fu with this noodle until it becomes a long、yeah. set of、mm-hmm. noodles, and they cut it up with scissors as they put it into your your hot pot, and then you're like,、yeah. oh wow, we have、it's、noodles like, now. It's a pulling like fresh noodles,、like、yeah, made from fresh dough. Anyhow, so it's gonna be a fun experience if you go to the shop.、Um, it's you know if people have never been, I don't know if they are available available in the states.、Um, maybe another brand of hot pot. Yeah. But I think、um, we can I can I interrupt you? I want to just really quickly. I did、sure. go to. I went to. I love this story <laughs> because. How culture shock it was at the time because I was an American in America. Some Chinese friends of mine, they invited me to to eat, and I thought, oh, cool, I'm gonna you know have great Chinese food. In my head, as an American, Chinese food means things that are not really Chinese food. So we went. I showed、Ooh. up into this room. There are、okay. all these happy. Nice Chinese people welcoming me, and sitting around the room are boiling pots of water. And I, I was as an American, I was really <laughs> confused. And there were stacks of vegetables and lettuce everywhere. And they started throwing the, the lettuce, lettuce into the boiling water. And I was seriously like. Kind of like almost like <laughs> let down and confused because I was like we're having boiled lettuce, <laughs> and then of course as it、What? as it moves on you realize that oh this is really actually quite good and all the other ingredients are added and stuff. But my first impression was like maybe I should never go to China. <laughs> like this is sound this looks awful. <laughs> wait, wait, I miss when when was this? When this was two thousand eight or two thousand nine. Yeah, this was a long time ago.、Oh. It was my first experience going. 
going out with Chinese people to eat. And they're like, oh, no, this is the best Chinese food in San Francisco. And I was like, really? Wow, that sounds great. <laughs> and I go, and they're like, boiling lettuce It was my first five minutes. And I was just really confused. <laughs> and you have to cook your own meal. Yeah. And pay for, like, tip. Yeah. That's, yeah. But it's an interesting experience. I think, um, like, in China, eating, well, same in the States. It's, it's not just about the food. It's about, like, being with people you want to be with for that period of time. Right? You chat, you talk, um, you eat snacks, and then you cook. And also, you know, similar to uh, eating hot pot, where it takes a little bit of work um, for you to, to cook your own meal. Um, like, we have dishes that contain the entire fish mm -hmm, right like mm -hmm, the chinese mm -hmm. fish dish is it has the entire fish and maybe for american diners it's confusing because it's a lot of work spitting out the bones mm -hmm. but for the chinese um uh, customer or when we cook it at home the fun is in you know eating a chunk of the fish and then picking out the bones it's mm. just like eating sunflower seeds mm -hmm. we don't like the naked sunflower seeds we like to crack it and then mm. eat the seeds. <clears throat> it's definitely it's, different it's part in of the America. Process, you know? In America, you can buy bags of just the, the inside of the seed. Everything is super convenient. Too and boring. Everything is pre-prepared. You have pre-packaged salads, right? Where you have a little bit of different kinds of leaves. And you just open it, dump it in a bowl, put some dressing on it, and then add a mm -hmm. couple of pieces of tomato. Done. You have a salad. So in America, everyone wants... Right instantaneous gratification everything should be prepared for me now well first of all like when it comes to sunflower seeds in china we're so used to doing the cracking ourselves it's part of the experience but if you give me a bag because um you know i've uh when friends come back from the states sometimes they bring nuts and you know sunflower seeds it will just be a bag filled with like naked sunflower seeds. Mm -hmm. And I would have the image of some, like in a factory on a conveyor belt and two rows of like older ladies sitting on each side, <laughs> cracking those seeds. And then being... <laughs> I don't think it works that I way. I don't know. <laughs> hey, I, I, I have know. a question. Hopefully. W right. As long as we're talking about holidays. And this is, this is a question. I, I legitimately don't know the answer. I've been here in China 11 years. I still don't know the answer. I'm trying to figure it out. You know, New Year's Eve, which for us in the West means December 31st. You know, we have New Year's Day, January 1st in China. It is a national holiday. Mm -hmm. We have it off. But there's not a huge, what I have not seen huge celebrations around China pertaining to this particular New Year's Eve. Could you tell me a little bit about your understanding of how China perceives December 31st and January 1st? And this is for all of our Western listeners. Ears peaked, baby. Oh, well, I think most of our attention is on the Chinese Spring Festival. That for us is the start of a new year. So that's according to the lunar calendar. Mm -hmm. And and because we are kind of gearing up for that holiday, that's when people will get like week-long um, vacation days off. Mm -hmm. And literally the whole nation is on the move. You're either going back home to your parents or you know relatives for the yearly family reunion, well, so I mean, a bit like Christmas or Thanksgiving. But in terms of, or you're going somewhere. In terms mm -hmm. of December 31st and January, well, then why? Well, my question is, then I, I guess I'll, I'll rephrase the question: Why do we have January 1st off in China? Say that again. What is it? Why in China, we have January 1st off. Mm -hmm. Why? Well, I guess it's uh, the start of the new year, but it's not as festive. Like the atmosphere is different psychologically. Um, you're not as psyched up or it's not a time to go home yet. You know, mm. some people they've been working like for people who, um, uh, you know, used to live in the countryside, but now work in the cities mm -hmm. um, pretty far away from their hometown in the village. If they lived in the village, that's the time like spring festival is the time when they get to go back home. Uh, not I know, you, but that's again. First. We've changed yeah. it to Spring Festival. I want to really focus in on December. Okay, so let me tell you. I want to tell a story. I was here mm -hmm. in Beijing. This was about 2016 or 17. And it was because we don't celebrate, you know, Chinese New Year or Lunar New Year in the West. Not really. I mean, there's some, you know, Chinese families, some Japanese families, some Korean families. They kind of celebrate that. But it's not really part of the larger scope of American holidays. So... <clears throat> 
December 31st is a massive Western holiday. It's a massive holiday in the United States. It usually means frivolities, mm. letting go, kissing people you don't even know sometimes. At, at the turn of the clock, there's a lot of drinking, partying, fireworks. And then January 1st is usually to its recovery day. Literally, because some mm. of the streets in major cities will literally smell bad from the party of the night before, mm. which took place all over the nation. So we were here in mm. Beijing 2016 to 2017, and a bunch of my Western friends from various countries, Ireland, England, Australia, New Zealand, United States, and mm. other countries, we decided we we're going to have our own New Year celebration in a Chinese, like... um What's the right word? Food court. Setting? It's kind of like a food court, oh. but it has like bars and beer. It's a ch very Chinese, though, not a Western style. And so we showed up there mm. and started ordering huge carafes of beer. And we were all dressed up with like, mm -hmm. you know, ornate uh, decorations. And we, when it came <laughs> uh -huh. to the actual New Year, we did our own count. Everyone started counting 10, 9. And we, mm. we did the whole thing where we started singing songs and and we were surrounded by mm -hmm. Chinese people who were just there to eat dinner late at night. And they were, for them, it was just They're another. Staring at you guys. No, they were, for them, everyone there, yeah, they were staring at us. They were just like, it's another night. We're having a couple beers with our friends and some chuar. And they were staring at this group of about 10 of us, screaming and singing songs, mm. looking on like, not confused, I would say more <laughs> like amazed. They were more like, Wow, mm. look at this thing that we don't know anything. Like, this is some alien. Somebody's birthday? Yeah, people from an alien. No, they knew mm. what it was. But for them, it was almost mm -hmm. like they were looking at aliens because we were mm. behaving completely different from everyone else. And I always found it very interesting yeah. that even though Christmas maybe... kind of came over to, to China, even Halloween kind of came over mm. to China. But New Year's Eve yeah. in the Western sense never really carried over. Well, uh, maybe except Shanghai. Because, maybe like Shanghai. In the, maybe Shanghai, yeah, because it's a little, a little bit more Western. Westernized, But yeah. also, I think one reason is, um, like, uh, it's close to Christmas, so that for people living in the West, you still have the Christmas feel. Like, you, you're still in the holiday grove, groove. How do you say it? Yeah, you're still you in the holiday mentality, but it's it's farther away from the Chinese New Year. So psychologically, we're not yet in the holiday season. You know what mm, I mean? Mm, mm. Like people are not ready for the holiday season yet. It's just one of those uh, special days. And there are so many special days in a year now. People are like immune to special days. Um, so it takes <laughs> like the spring festival for people to get really psyched up. Um, and also back in the days, you know, people don't buy things the way we buy things now. Every day, whenever you see something you like, if the price is reasonable, you'll get it. Back in the day, like when I was little, you get like some new clothes, a new set, two sets um, for spring festival. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And that's that's pretty much it for the whole year. Um, but nowadays, it's like whenever you need something, you buy them. So it's not fun anymore, you know, for holiday mm. um, to, to shop on holidays. Oh, yeah. I have one more question. When I was a child, because I knew nothing about China, one of the things that I remember different people saying at different times was that for Chinese New Year or Lunar New Year, mm. um, there is a huge, we have to clean everything and make it new. Like peop my mom mm. or maybe my aunt or grandma, I don't even remember it anymore, said p Chinese people mm. took cl spring cleaning for Chinese New Year so seriously. And this is just stereotypes mm. that we say about China in, in the West that I want clarification on, that they would undo mm. seams of clothes and re-sew them. They would dust everything, remove things from every shelf, clean everything, clean every shelf before putting things back on the shelves. Is this something that whole, has some bearing in reality or is this just something Western people say? No, I think it's based on reality. Um, uh, and people probably still do that in, let's say, in more traditional families, like especially in the countryside. There are special days. Um, I don't have the information in my head, but when it comes to the Spring Festival, there are things you're supposed to do on specific days. Like you're supposed to clean on certain, like a certain date, hmm. but you're not supposed oh. to do any cleaning on another day. Yeah. And then there are days when is um, set aside for visiting relatives. Like those days you visit relatives and then those two or three days you stay at home. So yeah, there is a set of um, rules or traditions uh, surrounding the spring festival. 
But yeah, I we think definitely have to have a Chinese New Year episode, sure. Yeah, there is a cleaning day. You sweep everything, and uh, you make sure your house. It's like it's like sweeping away all the bad luck from mm, last year mm. and starting afresh next year. And then you know there are places where you should hang, hang lanterns, and you put up those uh, red couplets on your gate mm -hmm, on your door. Mm -hmm. These are all like um, well-meaning gestures to start to have a good start in the new year. So it ways traditions to that embody people's good wishes. Yeah, mm -hmm. there's there like um, knowledge about this. We can do that some other day. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, for uh, us in the West, basically. We have, I think we basically fill the entire uh, lead up to the new year as a way mm. to cope with the fact that everything is becoming winter-like. So it's a little bit different. Mm. You guys more like wait kind of through winter and then have a huge celebration that winter is ending. <laughs> so like mm -hmm. for us, ah, if it's yeah. if right before Halloween, it's everything is Halloween, everything's scary or fun and, and colorful and, and weird. Mm. Then Halloween ends, mm -hmm. then it's preparing for Thanksgiving. And that means getting ready for Thanksgiving. Everything becomes brown and red, falling leaves color and, and family oriented. And anxious turkeys on the farms. <laughs> right. And then the day after Thanksgiving ends, everything is Christmas. It's literally Christmas lights going up the day after Thanksgiving and like snowmen mm. and all of that stuff. And then you have the the 12 days of Christmas, but it's not actually 12 days from December 1st. It is Christmas until December mm -hmm. 26th, basically. So like that mm -hmm. entire period of 26 days, the day after Christmas from December 1st to, de to December 26th, it is Christmas season. And then you have a few days before new year. And then it's basically over. Like that's the holiday season ending. And for China, it seems mm. <clears throat> all that period is just, you know, pretty calm, pretty calm. Yeah. And then after January 1st, everything becomes red where you ha start hanging lanterns everywhere <laughs> and there are red colors everywhere and grocery yeah. stores filled with snacks and stuff. And right. you know, it's the whole season is Chinese New Year from then until 15 days after right. first day of the new yeah, year. Yeah. yeah. And all of a sudden, everybody is traveling. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's hard to imagine, like, hundreds of millions of people on the way. Yeah, literally, yeah, but literally. You know what? Um, despite the differences in the way people celebrate and the times people celebrate, I think in this new age, modern age, uh, this consumer age, maybe it's time for us to remind ourselves that it's less about shopping. It's a less, less about buying, but mm -hmm. <laughs> more about spending precious time with family to reconnect Right. And to have face to face conversations and um, um, to be with each other, because that's what we have less now time together. You know, everybody is so busy mm -hmm. um, entertaining themselves or busy working, <laughs> stressed out. Even kids are studying hard. This is a time for them to completely just, you know, let that part go and enjoy family life, the festive time. So, you know, yeah, um, we don't have to buy a lot. We don't mm -hmm. have to buy a lot of gifts or give a lot of gifts, um, but just be there. Yeah, spread some fun and festivity around. I completely agree. That is all the time we have. Listeners from the West, from China, from wherever you're from, from any country in the world, if you have a different take on what we're saying, we want to read your comments. Please email us at we love the bridge at gmail.com and we would be thrilled to receive your email and if we really like it we'll read it on the air thank you so much for your time listeners yes. thank you so much for your time baby well thank you jason we'll see you next time bye, -bye.